Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I'm not alone this week and I have my first ever guest and a client inside my community, but more importantly, my mama. We are going to be getting very vulnerable in this episode about our current health statuses and how one weekend we are seeing changes in our overall health. But before we dive into all of that, remember to go fill up your water bottle. We have ours beside us, and so we're not forgetting to stay hydrated. And while you're taking those first few sips, I wanted to remind you that my online wellness community is open for enrollment. Most of my community members have annual access to the workouts, the nutritional plans, my groups, one-on-one support. And if that's something you are interested in, you can send an email to passtheplatepodcast at gmail.com and put battle buddy in the subject line and I'll reply to you pronto. I'll work with you to figure out what your goals are and that way I can meet you where you need to be met with your journey and show you the same resources I've used for the last several years. Hey friend, welcome to Pass the Plate Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah, and for so long, I relied on food to be my comfort. I'm also a wife to my high school sweetheart, Jake, a Christian, and the leader of my online wellness community. A few years ago, I was drowning in emotional binge eating and so desperate for a solution that actually worked. And if you're anything like me, you know this feeling all too well. If you're ready to let go of the heavy shame you've been carrying and uncover the life that's waiting on you, then refill that water bottle, sis, because it is time to jump on in. Okay, guys, we are jumping in to the topic. I've already cracked my mom up. Like, it'll be a wonder if we make it through this episode without having to pause a million times for laughing. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy this episode because it's a serious topic that needs to be talked about more. But if we can make it fun for you, I hope, you know, that you find out some enjoyment out of it. So, mom, this is, wait, first of all, let me introduce you. Hi, Pam. <laughs> Hi. So, this is my mom. Um, like I said, she's one of my clients. Um, but... I want to rapid fire her some questions and see if you've experienced any of these symptoms that I'm fixing to talk about and you can just say yes or no. Okay. Okay. All right. So first of all, if nobody knows what a leaky gut is, do you know what a leaky gut is? Yes. Okay. What do you think a leaky gut is? I think leaky gut is just where your um, nutrition has been so bad that your gut walls doesn't absorb the nutrition that it needs to and then breaks down oh my gosh yeah so I didn't know what it was but that's pretty much basically what it is and so I googled it because that's my best friend you know um when someone has a leaky gut it means that the gut lining is damaged and cannot optimally oh optimally (laughs) she's my grammar queen (laughs) optimally function as a barrier any longer. So the smaller holes that are in your gut lining become larger and allow harmful substances like gluten, bad bacteria, and undigested food particles to enter your system and cause considerable damage to your health. So basically those food particles are like leaking into the rest of your body. Like you were saying, like the walls. So I'm going to ask you 11 things to see if you've experienced these symptoms before. Okay. Okay. Number one. Digestive system problems, bloating, diarrhea, gas, irritable bowel syndrome, any of those? Um, yes, bloating, uh, sometimes constipation for me. I've dealt with that a lot during my life, but definitely bloating actually uh, 
you remember I went to the doctor because I was so scared. I thought I was pregnant <laughs> because I was so bloated and come to find out. No. Yeah, I mean. It, just bloated. <laughs> and what we found out too, though, around that time is that your body has been like chronically inflamed. Yes. So it's not just inflamed. bloating. Yes. And uh, visceral fat around my organs. So I've got a lot of health issues, autoimmune issues, things like that are contributing to the inflammation. And I can't take ibuprofen, which I guess some people can't. I can't take it. So there's no quick thing to like knock some of that down for me. Um, Fresh pineapple is good. Try that. But (laughs) it doesn't help when your knees are hurting really bad. Yeah. So, okay. Seasonal allergies or asthmatic symptoms. Yes. And I have been diagnosed in the past uh, three, four years with eosinophilic asthma, which is also another autoimmune disorder. They seem to go hand in hand. Okay, so number three, have you experienced hormonal imbalances like PCOS or PMS? Definitely PMS. Uh, I don't, I'm already in menopause, I guess. So I don't have so many symptoms now, but I do still have a few mood swings. Um, But PMS was terrible for me. Yeah, and I'm just now starting to realize that maybe a lot of the fatigue that I'm feeling every month um, is potentially related to PMS, so something to look into. Um, Okay, so number four, autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid, oh, okay, RA, (laughs) you can- Rheumatoid arthritis. Yes, Hashimoto's, lupus, psoriasis, or celiac. I've had a lot of problems. I had uh, problems with my saliva glands swelling up and causing my whole entire face to swell. And they've tested me several times for um, issues with the saliva glands. The doctor has tested me for um, autoimmune disorders that can affect the saliva glands. Uh, autoimmune disorders like RA have been tested for that. They really can't put their finger on anything until they finally decided. I have sinus polyps, which is also an autoimmune disorder because my T-cells are overactive. My immune system is uh, attacking itself, and so I have that. I've had psoriasis issues. Um, I I do take a shot now um, every two weeks to try to control the polyps and control the eosinophilic asthma because the asthma is what scared me the most I could deal with this polyps I could deal with not being able to smell you know not being able to breathe well but the asthma really scared me yeah and I remember even as a kid like you know everybody back then always thought you just had like this constant cold like you were always sick like yes. you had the runny nose the snotty nose the sneezing. Tissues everywhere. Tissues everywhere. Yeah, like if this is triggering you and you have tissues stuffed in every crevice of your car or your coat pocket. Your pockets, everything. You didn't go anywhere without a tissue because I had a constant runny nose and it was all it was all because of the T cells being overactive and thinking it needed to fight something off. And there's still no real diagnosis like like you still don't have a clear like solution it's really just treating this it's there's nothing that's healing it no and so that's why when we started talking about this gut health program my mom was like mm-hmm. because we just get to thinking about like back in the day did they really have this many health issues or is it the food that we're eating and consuming in mass quantities 
that's so damaging, right? Like our grandparents, you're, yeah. you were even raised yeah. in the garden. Yeah. And my, and I look back at my mom's yearbook in 1964 when she graduated and nobody seemed to be overweight. I mean, if you saw one person overweight, it may be because they had some kind of gland disorder or something. Nobody was overweight, it seemed, from the food. And the more I read, like the, you know, different books I've read, on how wheat and dairy and everything is so inflammatory when you decided to do this um, gut stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to jump on board. I want to. I want to be healthier, and I'm. I'm really excited. Yeah, a weekend. I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, even a few days in, and you were yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and to give you perspective, like I have a 13 year old sister, and you are how old? 54. 54. 55. 50. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> 55. And so, I mean, I have a 13-year-old sister, so I want her to have the Speedy Gonzalez mom I had when I was younger. And so, and I know you do too. Yeah. And so, she's very busy. JC yeah. is way busier than I ever was. Yes. And so, you've got to be able to keep up with her. And even like people that are your age that might be grandparents too. You know, they yeah. want to keep up with their grandkids and want to live a long, healthy life. but And feel well. Yeah, I mean, what's what's life without the quality of life, right? right? You don't want to just be surviving. Okay, back to our list. Number five, chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia. Oh, well, <laughs> every, I'm not <laughs> I'm not one to just, I guess, give in to saying I have something. It's it's been a hard battle for me to say to take medication. It's been a hard battle for me to say, yeah, I have this disease or I have this disorder or whatever but everybody in my family's always said have you been tested for fibromyalgia do you think you've got fibromyalgia and I I don't know that I do but if it has something to do with my nutrition if that's something that is caused from poor nutrition then I, I suppose I do because I will tell you my skin and it may be just from the inflammation but my skin is so tender nobody can touch me some days yeah like, like even touching just, your arm yeah just just doing a punch baggy no punch bag just a little tap and it aches for a minute and it shouldn't do that yeah that's not normal the skin my skin I have issues and somebody told me it was a vitamin b deficiency but I can't ever get any other doctor to to tell me for sure that's what it is but it's almost like shingles it it is hot to the touch. It burns when my clothes touch it. It's always on one side of my body or the other side of my body. And that's another thing that has to do with the nerve endings yeah. that could very well be, you know, something with my food and yeah, my nutrition. And it's it's so. easy to believe. So first of all, when doctors can't really pinpoint this and Nobody in your family is experiencing these symptoms. It's very easy to be like, am I going crazy? Like, am I, am I hypochondriac? Like, yeah, am I, am I going? And then sometimes when the doctors are like, yeah, we really can't see anything because we're going to traditional doctors, right? And you've always been a frequent flyer of the health food store, right? And using their knowledge, but we're in a small town. We don't have access to a bunch of like naturopathic doctors, you know? And so I feel like, Maybe if we would have gotten into contact with some of those people earlier on, then we could have found more information out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So number, what number are we on? Number six, mental health, depression, anxiety, ADD, or ADHD? Honest answer. 
Um, I don't know that I suffer with ADD or ADHD, but, and when you say mental health, I, I, I mean, I don't think I have any mental health issues, but I will say that I did go through um, some depression and um, went to a doctor and she actually said, you are clinically depressed. And I was, I was tore up over that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was insistent on changing my ways. I yeah. was not going to take the medication and, and some people need it and, and everybody, you know, has their own thing that they have to deal with. Me, I, I didn't feel like I could give in to that at that point. And I actually took charge and started an exercise program, actually for, through um, Hannah's online wellness community that I did I did 300 days out of 365 days of 30-minute exercises. Yeah, you did our 100-day workout plan. And it, yes. it, the challenge was to do 100 workouts, and oh. they were less than 20 minutes. And I remember, I mean, she did the first 100 days, and then she did another, oh. and then she did another. It was awesome. Yeah. I, mean, I felt so much better. So, And in when you started working out, then you started eating healthier with our mindful eating plan, right? So like I tend to follow our portion fix plan because I love to eat volume. (laughs) So I have to be careful. And it's, let me tell you guys, it's not volumes of broccoli. Okay. Like (laughs) we're talking Taco Bell. Like we're talking multiple tacos volume. Okay. It would be great if I did voluminous broccoli, but that's just not the case. So I love our portion fix plan, like the, the containers and mom really does love, you know, the the plate it method and yes. doing mindful eating. So when you were doing the hundred workouts, uh, yeah, when I did the hundred work, the first hundred workouts, I actually stayed on plan for a while on the mindful eating, and I really noticed a big change in my body, a big change in my mind and my outlook on life. I think Hannah maybe even was like your your expression is different, your the way you carry yourself is different. It was just a. And I've, I've fallen off the wagon since then. <laughs> yeah, but that's easy to do, though, like in with everybody. But especially if you are somebody who's battling chronic health issues, yes. it's so easy to get discouraged because you're trying, you have no, not even the doctors know why your body is fighting so hard against you. Yeah. Yeah. So we're back to taking care of ourselves nutritionally. Yeah. I think. And, and also we've been uh, doing the... Um, exercise that's no impact and that's helped me because I can't do anything right now when I look back at what I did those 300 days 100 days at a time I'm I'm like how did I do that yeah (laughs) I'm in such poor shape now with my knees and my inflammation in my body that everything hurts Um, so I want to get I want to get back to that I want to get my nutrition in order first this time so that I can uh, do better at my physical. Yeah, I agree. And so let's hop on to number seven. So skin conditions like acne, rosacea, mm-hmm. Ros- okay. rosacea. rosacea or eczema? Um, eczema for sure. Yeah. When I started taking, when I'm, the first shot I started taking was Nucala. I'm on Dupixent now. And the Nucala, I don't know if it exaggerated the eczema that I had on my leg, but remember it was almost like leather by the time. Yeah, it was bizarre. It, I got it healed up, but oh yeah. And it seemed like the more I tried to do to it, the worse it got. It was, it was terrible. I was, I was so tired of having more issues. Yeah. It was just one issue piled onto another issue. Every time I tried to do something to fix something, something else seemed to come on. 
and happen. Yeah, and our grandma, so my mamaw, your mom, mm-hmm. has eczema. She also yes. has celiac disease. Yes. She drinks nothing but Coca-Cola all day. Yeah. And we love her, but we can't tell her anything. <laughs> like, she is her own woman. Like, she's going to do what she wants to do. She's 76? Five? Uh, 75. Yeah. yeah. So, she's she's doing what she wants to do. She yeah. ain't listening to us. But, she does have a host of health issues that we are convinced if she would go back to eating out of her garden. <laughs> yeah. And and our my uncles. And, yeah. And I didn't realize it till after my grandfather was dead that he also had the saliva glands swelling up and stuff. So, it can be hereditary, I think, a lot of, some of it. But I really want to try to see how much my nutrition is going to fix my health problems. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, number eight. Candida overgrowth. I've never really had candida overgrowth now i do remember um when i when i had you and i was nursing yeah that i go to the health food store because i was having some issues and she wanted to see what issues i was having so she wanted to see my breast <laughs> <laughs> so that was my natural in the whole yeah your health food story <laughs> but anyhow she's great um <laughs> So she looks at my breast, and I didn't realize it, but I had red spots, like red, not a rash, but just red discoloration on my breast, and it was yeast, and she gave me something then to clear up that yeast, but that's candida, and I had a friend that had itchiness, a rash all over her arms, and come to find out that's all it was. It was a candida overgrowth, and... And your friend um, yeah. would be would have been someone that wasn't following like a whole foods diet. Oh no no no! Yeah, very very unhealthy. Yeah, you know lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle uh, choices. Food, lot you know everything was just sodas. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yep. um, and it's not to say that we don't love a soda. Like we're not oh. we're not on this podcast preaching from a pedestal. No, I mean you hit no, me a baja blast and I'm gonna my, suck the bottom out of it. Yeah, my, my, <laughs> My daughter just had a starburst in her mouth at church this morning, and I smelled it. I'm like, I want one of them. I've been trying to do it without sugar all week, so I'm just like, I'll take anything. So are you Maybe having with the one out of your mouth? Are you having withdrawals in church? Like well, sugar you know, drug withdrawals in church? I haven't had any cravings really this week for a certain thing, but I smelled that and how fruity it smelled, and I was just like, man. It almost makes my mouth water. Yeah, you know, like, you know, in the book Food Triggers that we've read, yeah, like, our brains are very smart. So when it smells, or Jake wiggled the, um, or crunched the Dorito bag the other day, and I was like, <laughs> like, I was on the hunt for something. My, If I had ears, they would have stood straight up and turned towards him like I was hunting Doritos. Sad. Well, it's well, just this. <laughs> that's what the chemicals yeah. in the food does to yeah. your brain. And after yeah. a long period of time, you're going to form those new new neuro pathways to where if you hear that, you want that thing, right? If you smell that, Starburst, yep. your brain's like, oh, that's familiar. Give yeah. me one of those, yeah. you know? And that's kind of the second part of cravings, right, that can come yeah. in is that familiar familiarity. <laughs> She's dying over here at my words, but it's just me. But that's, you know, it can, it can, it, we call it trigger Triggers, foods. Yeah, yeah. Trigger foods. Yeah. Okay. So number nine, food allergies, sensitivities, or intolerances. I guess that's kind of what we're discovering right now, right? Yes. And I have, you know, over the years, because I had the runny nose and because I was constantly stuffy and 
I've been tested for allergies, food allergies, trees, dust, mold. My, I took shots. I just everything you can imagine. The liquid under the tongue, you know, to try to overweight, you know, try to get rid of your allergies. I didn't have allergies. At, not to per se, that's what was causing the polyps. The polyps was because of my immune system. But I did do food sensitivity testing. And remember, it was like everything I was eating but then was you on actually, that sensitivity thing. Yeah, you actually had a doctor, though, that kind of waved that away, right? Yeah, yeah. The doctor allergist, actually. Yeah, was like, she's like, I bet everything on there was what you're eating right now, right? <laughs> so And yeah, and then I think, yeah. I, and, I, and that kind of made me... Discredited it and discouraged and didn't follow it. And maybe if I had followed through with that at that time, I wouldn't be where I am today. But I'm I'm going to test this. It's like a four week program, and we've got two weeks of reintroduction after that to reintroduce the foods. But I can tell you, I can remember my grandfather saying, "So regular milk, he called sweet milk, right? Yeah, like the milk we would drink. Regular milk, yeah." So he'd say, that sweet milk will kill you, honey. That's what he would say. Because <laughs> what would he it drink? bothered his kidneys. He just didn't drink much of it at all. He didn't but drink. back then, they even had like regular cow's milk. Yeah. Right? No, he wouldn't drink that. It was just water. It's just it, Yeah, he'd just drink water or whatever. But Or, you know, he told me buttermilk can make you fat. He said it. He said, I said, it says low-fat, Paul. It says low-fat <laughs> buttermilk because I was drinking it at school. And he said, I've never seen a pig yet that wouldn't get fat if you gave him some buttermilk. So (laughs) he wasn't really a fan of milk. And if you get to thinking about it, you know, we've read several times, we're the only uh, mammal, I guess, that species like keeps giving their... Keeps drinking it past childhood. Yeah, past weaning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's hop into number 10. We're almost done. Sorry. These have not really been rapid fire, have they? No, they haven't. Sorry. (laughs) No, this is good information. And guys, we're probably going to release multiple episodes. I know that most of you guys are probably on your commute to work, washing dishes, doing laundry, and typically those tasks take around 20-30 minutes. So I try to keep these episodes around that time. Um, So we're going to release a couple episodes this upcoming week. Um, and just have like a mini series where we can talk about, you know, the physical side past just what we've been experiencing before this gut program. Um, but we also talk about mental, emotional and the spiritual side too. And I want to cover it all. And this is just week one update. So I'll release all these mini, this whole week one mini series update this week. So I can imagine that it'll probably be like Monday. I might release this episode and then Throughout the week, you might see some other episodes pop up, so just check back. Um, but number 10, weak and poor immune system. No, I hadn't really ever noticed that I have a, a low immune system. I can pretty much fight things off. Yeah, I feel like JC has a little bit, or maybe it's just the milk, right, for her. Yeah, yeah. When JC drinks milk. Oh, yeah, when she drinks cow's milk, or yeah, cow's she gets milk, she just... Clogged up in her nose, snotty, instantly, sore throat. And you were the same way, you know, when you were uh, a baby and I stopped nursing you and put you on whole milk that um, I had to, you had two ear infections, one right after the other, and I couldn't stand it because I couldn't stand the, the pain you were in, the doctor bills, and the health food store people again told me to put you on goat milk. Well, the... That wasn't so readily available, so I got goat milk cheese. You had it. I was worried about 
not getting enough calcium, yeah. you having bad teeth, you never had bad teeth. And then here comes JC, 16 years later, you know, and <laughs> um, make the same mistakes. I put yeah. her on whole milk and she had a horrible ear infection and her eardrum ruptured the first ear infection she had. And I said, no, we're yeah. not doing that. So we started buying goat milk. And JC's drunk. She's drank goat milk. Goat drank milk. goat milk. She's still. I mean, yeah. I've got it in the fridge right now because she thought she was okay. She started drinking it again and noticed the stuffiness and stuff. And she said, I can't. I yeah, like it this. frustrates her. Yeah. So, so, I mean, she doesn't drink it at school either. No. Yeah. Okay, so the last one, um, arthritis or joint pain. Yeah. Wow. This is the big yes. one for you. And that is the one. That's what sent me to the... Um, to be tested for RA, that's what has sent me to an orthopedic doctor, uh, to physical therapy because... Oh, wait, I want to pause right there. So all of that stuff that you just said is massive amounts of money or massive amounts of insurance. Yeah. Right? And so, I mean, if we don't invest in our health, it's going to cost us later. You're 54. And if you would have learned healthier habits or had this knowledge been available back then, right? Yes. And have been eating whole foods since the get-go. Yeah. Again, you guys, we we love Taco Bell. That's not what we're saying. That we're like, you know, these perfect polys over here. <laughs> but we know that we have to make these choices in order to feel better. But go ahead. So my knees had gotten so bad and I don't know if it's from working from home where I sit uh, my company gets much more out of me working from home than they did in the office because I'm having to go across the building to get water, across the building to go to the restroom, or downstairs and get lunch or whatever. I, at least I was moving. I was getting in the parking, you know, lot. The parking lot, walking yeah. in from the car, walking out to the car. You know, I was getting some exercise. Now I'm just going a few steps to the restroom and maybe a few steps to get my food for lunch. Uh, it's nothing like nothing like it was. So yeah. either this being sedentary and eating wrong on top of that, mm-hmm. it has been horrible. The pain, yeah. the inflam- if it's inflammation. Well, I went to the uh, orthopedic. Yeah, and they did uh, X-rays and everything. Nothing because we were afraid there was nothing, something yeah. wrong with your knee. Nothing like you had hurt but it. inflammation. That's what he said. It's nothing but inflammation. So not being able to take any kind of. Uh, well, I can't take ibuprofen and because i can't take ibuprofen they wouldn't give me any kind of anti-inflammatory yeah because i was afraid it would yeah trigger it yeah. somehow so um yeah so i mean it, it's it's like you know you can't take the ibuprofen to get the swelling down but then this this orthopedic guy is telling you you have massive inflammation and I mean, we were at lunch the other day and you moved your knee wrong or just moved oh, it to yeah. switch knees, like yeah. to switch your feet. And she, you know, started crying at the lunch table because yeah. she was in so much pain. It burns. I don't know when I, the nighttime seems to be the worst when I lay down at night and get all the pressure off my legs, I guess. The burning sensation just, it won't let me rest. It doesn't keep, let me go to sleep. And yeah, just moving. I forgot about that. Just yeah. moving my legs the other day, like I may have had them crossed over yeah. or whatever, and moved it. And it was like somebody had put a fire poker in there and just was burning my skin. I don't know how else to, to describe that. But, yeah. No. And yeah. I'm I'm gonna. Um, but I mean, that's one of the main reasons of what drove you to the gut program. Oh like yeah. You're fed up. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna quickly go through one through ten. So for me. 
like for my life. So digestive system, for sure, I've experienced bloating. Um, this is uncomfortable to say, but definitely diarrhea. Like I, I, people are like, oh, are you regular? Like if your doctor's asking you or, you know, making sure that you're eating healthy, right? Like a good, um, what am I trying to say? A good measure is that you're regular, right? right. Well, I want to tell them I'm over regular, you know, how do you say you are a mass producer or something? (laughs) Like, but it's never good. Like, you know, it's extreme digestive issues. And I've had these problems since I was probably 12 years old. There was a stretch of time where I, I never like, sorry guys, but like diarrhea had become my normal. Like that. And my, I told my dad about it one time and he was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't, like, it's never solid. And he was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, I mean, it's just, that's just how I do. And, you know, I remember, okay, this is super embarrassing, but you guys are getting it all, okay? I mean, remember us, like, going to lunch at Greensboro, right? And coming back from lunch, like, I would barely make it sometimes. I mean, it was really frustrating because you would go out with a group of people and (laughs) you want to tell your friend to step on it and get back to the office (laughs) because you're about to die. And my... (laughs) It was so bad that my friends figured out (laughs) when they figured out the problem. (laughs) Well, they also figured out what it meant for me to like need to go to the restroom. And and when I said I had to go to the potty because Ellie, you know, Ellie. So my friend Ellie figured out like when I said potty, I had to go, you know, (laughs) when I I needed to go to the restroom, it was just normal. But anyhow, definitely, (laughs) definitely experience like, and it's not a laughing matter, but it's funny to talk about on air because did I ever think that I would be sitting here talking about my digestive tract? Um, no, the answer's no, but, but here we are. So seasonal allergies. Yes. Sign me up. I'm a nerd from a one day one. Like I have seasonal allergies at the wazoo so much so that I have oral allergy syndrome and have problems with fruit and tree fruits and a host of things. I'm not saying all this is related to gut leaky gut, but it sure doesn't help. I'm sure, you know, um, I don't really have asthmatic symptoms unless I run really hard on the basketball court when I was nine. Okay. (laughs) And I was sad that we lost and I couldn't hardly breathe. Okay. But not really that, but hormone imbalances, like I said, the PMS, like I definitely, the two to three days after my cycle, I am like a taskmaster. I'm the energizer bunny. Like I can just get stuff done. The week to week and a half leading up to my cycle and really, the the whole time of the cycle, I'm dead. I have no energy. I don't want to do anything. I feel like a slob. I don't even want to people. Like, people are my thing. Yeah. I don't even want to talk to anybody. Like, talking to you in the mornings is, you know, what right. everybody gets. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> hey, mom, you know. But um, I don't really want to go be social during those times. And so, for me to see a stark difference between who I was, you know, at the beginning of the month, and then here we are three weeks later, and I'm a totally different human being and don't you know my husband has to see all that so sorry Jake you know but he gets the full realm and it's not really mood swings as far as like anger and you know hatefulness or snippiness for me it's like very much energy sways energy levels um so number four I don't have any autoimmune diseases that have been diagnosed um Chronic fatigue, for sure, but only around my cycle. So I think it's due to the hormone imbalances. Um, ADD. (laughs) I don't know if I come by that by nature from my dad or if 
I don't know. But I do have trouble focusing. I am a squirrel. We have a lot of energy to give, me and my dad. And you sometimes struggle to focus, yeah. too, a little bit. Yeah. But but as far as, like, being diagnosed with ADD, I wouldn't think so. But I really do struggle to stay focused sometimes. Yeah. And... I mean, sometimes we just have to support each other just to get our grocery list done. Or yeah, we hang out. Our me, house yeah. cleaned or yeah. laundry done. Yeah, me and mom hang out to get chores, like, life stuff done. Like, yeah. the other day, you were over and we were prepping meals for this... And I, you cut your finger mm-hmm. and, yeah. and I just said, sit over there and keep me company yeah. because I just need somebody to keep me focused, like an accountability partner for life, you yeah. know? Okay. Um, <clears throat> number seven, skin conditions like eczema, rose, rose, rosacea. Okay. Rosacea. Acne. So the eczema for sure, like they diagnosed what is chronic hives, right? The dermatologist diagnosed chronic hives as eczema. Did did I tell you that? Oh, no. Yeah, I went to the dermatologist and she looked at it and she's like, oh, yeah, it's eczema. I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) And then she, I was like, but it itches. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, eh, because it would flare up. Remember, you know, I mean, I still have it. Then I went to the allergist and she's like, no, it's just chronic hives. And we never could, I still can't figure out what it is, but I'm hoping through this gut program, hopefully I can figure out if there's something that is triggering it. I will say it's been less. Mm. so and it's nice. it's top seasonal allergy time right yeah. it's it's april so yeah. it has been a little less though which i'm pleased nice. um but i don't know what it is so we'll see what happens with that but candida overgrowth yeah yeah we're just gonna go ahead and put me down for a check mark beside that one because for sure i experienced candida over overgrowth and you can go Google what that is, right? Like it's yeast, right? But I, and like mom said, it can pop up anywhere on your body. And I've definitely had it multiple places. So I'll just let that one lay there. But, you know, just know that if you've got this itchiness that won't go away, it could be candida. And I looked it up, like processed sugars and, and, uh, it said carbs, but I've, I think it means like, I mean, processed sugar carbs. is in carbs. Yeah. yeah. So like bread and things like that, processed carbs feeds yeast. Yep. And so it's just like in there multiplying. So And you I, know they've they've many times on anything you read about cancers, they try not to have anybody eating a high sugar diet or anything like that, especially when they're taking chemotherapy and they're dealing with cancer because the can the sugar feeds the cancer cells. Bizarre. Yeah. And here we are drinking Bajas. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. And you know, even and this is like totally side topic, but if you've ever watched or listen to Doctor's Pharmacy. Remember mm-hmm. what's his name? I can't remember uh, his name. Doctor Hyman. Oh, that, that sounds familiar. Anyhow, we'll have to look it up later. But it's Doctor's Pharmacy, like with an F, F A R M, like yeah. a farm. Anyhow, he has talked about like you know um, Alzheimer's and dementia being like top three diabetes. Yes. Like he's saying, like that's not a thing, right? But he's saying that there could be a link between, between. like the amount of sugar and processed stuff we eat contributing to the decline of the brain. Yep. So, okay. Um, number nine, food allergies, sensitivities, and tolerances. That's kind of what we're figuring out right now. Number 10, weak and poor immune system. I don't really feel like I've dealt with that. Um, 11 was arthritis or joint pain. I feel like if I'm bloated and I'm like, it's been a few days and I haven't had much water, my knees hurt a little bit. But I don't feel like I'm experiencing what you are experiencing. Right, right. Like, I just feel like I'm tight and I need some water. Yeah. Like, I feel like my bones are dehydrated. <laughs> like, that's how I feel. But, okay, so we have run long enough on this. We're at 35 minutes. Um, and so this is definitely going to be a mini-series. 
Um, and I want to just thanks for you coming on. I mean, we've got a little bit more to cover um, in separate episodes, but I'm thankful you've been my first guest and you're doing this with me. We haven't even touched on like what what we felt like in the first week, right? So this isn't even a week one update. This is just, no. here we are. Okay, yeah. so week history. one update, yeah, history. <laughs> week one update will be coming as well as how are we feeling, you know, the physical side plus emotional, mental, and spiritual side. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about all the uh, other things that we've been experiencing, week one updates, that kind of thing. But remember, if you need someone to keep you physically accountable, you can always reach out to me. I'm always here at passtheplatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at Hannah Dickey Bryson for a system that I've personally used the last several years um, to you know, help my health, right? And now all of a sudden they've come out with this gut program and that's what we're using to help us. So if you need that help, if you need a battle buddy like me and mom, mom's in the group, she can always talk to you as well. Um, But I think it's been really cool to have you on because sometimes people look at me and say, oh, you're 29. I can't do what you do. And you're sitting here being proof, right? Yep. So I think if you need that help, or maybe you're not interested in necessarily the gut program, but you're wanting help to just get started somewhere on your health, because can you imagine, mom, if you had to be introduced with this no right so you've had some experience at first (laughs) it would overwhelm you it would you know yeah especially with somebody who wasn't even didn't know where to start yeah I think the mindful uh part yeah I think that was the easiest for me the the mindset eating plan yeah Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the easiest and you're a busy mom so like you don't have time necessarily to figure it all out and you can think about that you can think about how to plate it no matter where you're at. Yeah. You didn't have to have your container. Yeah. You didn't have to, you know. And there's know ways about, to work around it. About but what was in the container. Or yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. And the, the mindful eating plan really focused heavily on vegetables. And yes. you love. And I don't. I, yes. I, I love vegetables. I do everything to hide my vegetables. Oh. I, I mean, <laughs> Did y'all water, hear that disappointment? <laughs> water first. Veggies most. Yeah. Yeah. She's got her little water <laughs> bottle over here. She yeah. loves the same water bottle I do. Y'all know that's linked in the show notes for you if you want to go get one she was just talking about she needs to update hers your words are nearly ran off I know, I've used it so much. yeah so she's <laughs> got to get her a new one um but if you send an email i'll see your email i'll reply put battle buddy in the subject line and as always if you want to say thank you you can always go leave a review on apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a five-star rating i would really appreciate it and let me know if you find this helpful and if you want to hear my like mom more. You want more mom. Just put more mom in the review. Will that work? (laughs) Thanks guys. I'll see you in just a couple days. What up girlfriend? Did you enjoy this episode? If so, I'd love for you to head to Apple Podcasts and write a review to tell me what spoke to you or blessed you in some way. I always want this to be a two-way conversation and this is the best way I can gain clarity on what you're loving. Speaking of conversations, though, are you on social media? If so, connect with me at Hannah Dickey Bryson, send me a message, or share this episode to your stories. Please tag me, though, so I can keep this hangout session going all week long. And as always, if you need support on your emotional eating journey, I've got you. Hop on over to my free Facebook group, and I will see you in there, sis. Have a good week.